Blue Collar Fitness. What is Blue Collar? Blue Collar is a mindset and attitude, and it's work that you can be proud of. I'm Trevor Powers. I'm Connor Burton. And I'm Josh Sargent. Whether you go to the gym, work at the gym, own the gym, or if you're just a creeper pretending to do curls watching girls on the elliptical, this podcast is for you, even you. To a blue collar fit podcast, fitness podcast, fitting this whole pizza, fitting this whole macro set in your meal plan. So the uh, basically uh, uh, format for today is we're going to be talking about uh, basically strategies that you guys use personally and with your clients, and especially right now it's extremely relevant. Quarantine fifteen. We got to burn it. We got to get it off. Oh, losing it's, weight. got to be yeah. gone. Yeah. It's relevant. It's what the people want to know. It's provocative. It gets the people it's, going. It gets the people going. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's provocative. Starting with my man going. over here in the turquoise on the mic. Check, check, check. Trevor Powers. Trevor. What is What's your strategy with your clients <laughs> and that quarantine 15, baby? Uh, tell, me, tell me. Tell me what the people want to know. So. Something that I, I like to work in with my clients, I actually just talked to this, uh, talked to our buddy Jason about this because he ha- he had a question about it. He's like, hey, like, I've gained weight and I want to lose it. Dad like, bod. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Literally. So Actual dad bod. Literal dad bod. <laughs> literal dad bod. Anyways, um, so I like to do some high-intensity um, interval training. And that's that's been really beneficial for a lot of my clients as far as uh, losing weight. Um, so for him, I recommended uh, like stairs, and um, there we have Tabor Mountain in in Portland, and we have the Portland uh, Portland State stairs that are pretty pretty long and pretty pretty uh, high up there. So um, running stairs and sprints are really good as well, um, and I feel like. I feel like it's a perfect medium between um, like a higher higher intensity cardio, like if you're going on like a like a six mile run or whatever. It uh, Less, yeah, low it, yes, yes. I I wouldn't. Yeah, it isn't that, but it's it's similar. Yeah, so I I don't really recommend depending on my client's goals. I don't really recommend running too often. Um, yes, it destroys your joints and. Um, most people don't realize this, but, um, you tend to go catabolic pretty, pretty often when you, when you run. So, so (laughs) you don't, you don't want to lose that muscle mass. So, I mean, look at, look at the body of a marathon runner, slim, sleek, can go for, can go forever. Yeah. But they're skinny as a rail. Oh my God. Yeah, they're definitely not anabolic. Look at a sprinter. Look at a sprinter. Lean, mean, mean and thick. You <laughs> you see their triple C. Yeah, with with so many C's. Sometimes triple D. Thick with a Q. Yeah, that's what that is. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, thick. Yeah, exactly. It's French. Anyways, um, so I, I think that's kind of an ideal uh like body because it's like. It's like okay, it has endurance, but it's I y- yes, it's not. It's not. It's not the. It's not the best, but 
if you find like a happy medium between the two, you're going to have a lot of endurance, you're going to have good muscle mass, and you're going to be strong as fuck. Track girls are the hottest. Track girls? <laughs> Did you say fat girls or the Track girls. Track girls. Track no, he girls. said crack. He said crack, crack girls. girls. Track, <laughs> track, track girls. What about you, Connor? Well, I'll definitely agree with you with doing the you know low intensity state start state whoa low intensity lisp lisp buddy don't have a lisp lisp shut up L- L- <laughs> the, the low intensity state cardio <laughs> and the stairs so uh, yeah you, you want to have a happy medium in Trevor so that's a good point and for sure heavy clients do stairs like who like you definitely have an access to stairs like either at home or around you or at a stadium or or a stair stepper. A stair step, yeah. like stair masters are great for losing oh, weight and burning calories. Fantastic. Look at most bodybuilders. Most bodybuilders right before a show, they're on the stair stepper at least 30 minutes like before like at the beginning of the day and then right before they go to sleep, they're on the yeah. stair stepper. They're trying stair to lose yes. Yeah. It, it's it's it's, in, it's incredible. Yeah, so with that a cardio, I have a lot of my clients do cardio um, at home. They do they do walks. I encourage a lot of my clients to do um, Fasting. So first time of the day, they, they do fasting. So to either eat late. So what do we call that? Intermittent fasting. Intermittent, Intermittent fasting. With fasted cardio, or yes. Oh, so, yeah. so you have them do cardio in the morning, and then they eat, and they're so I'm assuming they're training later in the evening with you. Right. Right. So they they wake up, you know, probably drink some water. You're you saying they go do their fasted cardio. They eat around what? Doing like a 16 hour fast, a 12 hour fast. What? Uh, usually, usually a few hours. I mean, like, so they, okay, so how many hours is the... No, I'm saying, like, that's that's one of the options that I have is either do intermittent fasting or just do fasted cardio, so... Oh, right. Yeah. So a late, like a later breakfast. Right, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. So fasted cardio, um, definitely remove processed foods oh, from your house. Yep. Because, guys, yep, fresh throw them away. comes usually when you're at home eating a lot of food, right? Quarantine, eating, 15. Quarantine. Eating those cookies, right? Those cookies. Well, it's, it's, it's like the same thing. But that's where that that's where the saying came from. The quarantine 15 pretty much came from the freshman 15. Oh, is that what I said? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah. But you but, know what I mean. So yeah, I definitely know what you mean. Don't eat processed foods. Remove that from your house. Faster cardio. Go on walks. Do resistance training. You know, either with me. And if it was during the quarantine and I couldn't train with my clients, then I would – Train with them virtually or have them do bodyweight training where they could master each exercise and burn calories and keep their muscle on. Because if they're anabolic and they're, you know, like having muscle and maintaining muscle and building muscle is expensive, requires calories. So put your calories towards that. Don't put it towards your gut. That's, that's not what we want. Wait, yeah. we're not supposed to have only white claw all summer? Wait, why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh. So, so kind of switching gears here, uh, Connor. You have been pretty freaking shredded in your day you've done some bodybuilding shows you've been a big bohemoth on that bodybuilding stage what were your strategies when you were getting really lean for the stage yeah one of the things i wanted to do was start with fasted cardio in the early part of my day because that would elevate my metabolism going into my first meal so that allowed me to burn more calories and then with the weight training you know break down the muscle give it time to recover and then be able to burn calories and, you know, build the muscle and then burn a lot of fat. And then... So are you doing macros? Were you just intuitively oh, no, calories? Oh, not, no, not intuitive at all. So with, with the diet, I was doing macronutrients. So I was eating up to 
one gram of protein per pound of body fat. So, you know, body weight pat. or body fat? Body weight, yeah. So I was, I was at about, you know, 215 at the time. And then at my biggest, I was 240. About. Jeez, so that's a lot of protein. Boy. That's Jeez. a big guy. Like you said, I was, I was Bohemian. So, Jeez. You know. Like Bohemian Rhapsody. Let's just scrap that. That yeah. did not okay. work. Yeah. Not flow. <laughs> but dude, a, a big one was eating protein. Because, okay, so. Lean. A lot of people talk, talk about like calories in, calories out. Like, dude, you looked like a bull yeah, walking so, around campus. You, you're just like, I, I swear you were like pawing the ground and snorting every three seconds. <laughs> And then you'd like smell something in the wind, and it would be like, ah, oh, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, that's oh, too much. Yes. That's too much work. I'll go catabolic if I go talk to her, and then you eat some more chicken. Yeah, all so. that testosterone in his <laughs> no, in his really. system. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, eat, eat a lot of protein. Um, eat, eat some carbs too. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just make sure to to stay on top of that. Perfect. I've Perfect. I've I've stayed lean most of my life. Like I've I've never really had a gut, and something that I have changed is I'm eating not as much lean protein as I was before, and I feel like that's that's a big uh, component to to keeping that body lean. It's I just agree. that lean that lean muscle mass. You want lean muscle mass, so you eat lean muscle mass. Well, also you know, protein is thermogenic. Yes. So if you eat more protein. You're gonna. You're basically gonna run a little bit hotter. You're gonna burn a few more calories. And also, it's why I'm sweating right now. Jesus Christ! The meat sweats exactly. So, you know, it's really inefficient to turn protein into fat. Storing fat as fat, pretty uh, pretty easy. Also, converting glycogen or glucose into fat, your body's really good at it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, if you're gonna eat something to stay to stay uh, full, maybe you should. You know at least eat the optimal amount of protein for maximum protein synthesis. Yeah. Nobody wants to be less jacked. Okay, some people want to be less jacked. 90% of people, no matter what they actually think, that girl that says, oh, I just want to be tough. Dude. I don't want to be big and bulky. Dude, what is making you bulky? Fat. <laughs> Fat is making you bulky, not the muscle. <laughs> How many dudes are out there with optimal levels of testosterone in their teens and early 20s eating all the food in the world trying to get bulky and can't do it majority of women don't even have enough testosterone in their body to make them bulky exactly you you, 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 you can't even do that yeah you would have to take injections in order to become a bulky a bulky bitch but you know what will, <laughs> what will a make thick you, a thick one what will make you bulky is getting fat <laughs> Good luck make get building enough muscle to make you bulky. It's just going to make you more curvaceous and womanly. Um, you know, overeating, overconsumption, that will make you bulky. So kind of changing gears here, I wanted to go and, and give you guys some practical steps you can take for combating the quarantine 15. So um, when you are trying to lose fat, you can work out as hard as you want. You're never going to outwork a bad diet. You can do all the fasted cardio. You can go do, you know, all the stairs. Go do all the weight training. If your diet's not on point. If your diet's not on point, all you're going to be doing is be burning calories and your body is just, you know, going to adapt and, and, you know, yeah. stay the same. You're literally just treading water. You're, you're, not even, you're not even going anywhere. 
you might build some muscle, you might get a little fitter, you know, more in, in better shape cardiovascularly. But before you ever start doing, you know, more than 20, 30 minutes of cardio a day, which is just basic health, right? If you're doing more than that to try to lose weight, you need to evaluate what you're actually eating. If you're trying to go somewhere and back in the day before GPS and you didn't have a map or a compass, but you're like, hey, I need to go to, you know, Chicago. How do you go to Chicago if you don't even know where you're at? Mm-hmm. How do you go to Chicago if you don't know where you're at and you don't know which way north is, right? You have no idea. So how are you going to evaluate how you're going to efficiently lose weight unless you know how many calories you're actually eating? Yeah, where you're currently at. Right. You need to evaluate. Take a hard look in the mirror and be like, hey, what am I actually eating? With most of my clients, this is the hardest thing to comply with. You have to take a food journal. You have to take a food log. Now, here's the big things. Um, if you are morbidly obese or you have been doing nothing, all you need to do is get in the gym and start moving. You're going to start seeing improvements. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you are, you know, over 30% body fat, most likely just getting rid of processed foods in your house and starting to go to the gym. Those are improvements in your, your lifestyle. You're going to see drastic results just doing that. You might get down to, you know, from 35% body fat as a male down to 25 or 22 just doing that but what we're talking about is the difference between being that ideal body that you want and that last 15 pounds that is the difference between being a soggy dad bod and the uh you know the stud that you want to be yes a soggy noodle or like a nice lean cut of ribeye exactly exactly and that's not that does not happen by accident. Soggy okay. noodle. It happens genetically sometimes because guys are freaking studs. Whoops. But for Whoops. most of us, okay. Whoops, I lost 15 pounds and I'm 5% body fat. <laughs> There's a few freaks out there. Me, my, some, my some junior guys, year of guys college. Guys just walk to the gym and they just uh, start putting on muscle. Right, right. You just and walk it, through the gym. <laughs> at the end of the oh, day, though, wait. as those guys even approach 30 or sometimes later if they're really freaks, they start have to actually you know have lifestyle choices like mere mortals just like the rest of us so one of the easiest things you can do you can use any app you want um my you know preferred app i'm familiar with it it's free Uh, it's by under armor it's called my fitness pal super easy all you need to do to comply is have a measuring cup and a you know a set of measuring cups and a scale food scale on amazon 6.99 okay you can afford a 6.99 food scale all right, figure it out. If you can't, uh, it's it's pot. You can you can get a food scale. One day shipping, boom, right there, yeah, ready to go. Stop in your spending house. your money on bread, and then you can you can afford a. If right, you, can't, you just need buy food. less food. Buy less Oreos, okay? Pack of Oreos. I don't even know what, what is a pack of Oreos cost. I actually have two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Okay, stop. Don't buy the pack <laughs> oh, of Oreos. Wait, why did you know that? <laughs> I researched it before the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Research. <laughs> so, <laughs> quote unquote. So, uh, yeah, so get yourself a food scale, get yourself some measuring cups, and don't change anything about what you eat for three, four, five days a week. See, you know, what your your regular intake is, right? Some days, sometimes, you know, once you start recording it, you're like, oh, I'm not going to eat that. Uh, no, actually, what you actually eat during a day for three days to a week, figure out where you're at, right? If we want to go to Chicago, 
we need to know if we're in, you know, Chesapeake, Kansas. I don't know if that's in Kansas. You know, or, or if, we're in all, if we're, okay, we need to know if we're in Albany, Oregon, or we're in Albany, New York, okay? Yeah. We need to know. Yeah. There you go. We need to know which one we're that's in. A valid, that's a valid point. We need to know which one we're in before we know how to get to Chicago, yeah. mm-hmm. okay? If you start heading uh, east, if you're in Albany, New York, you're going to be swimming with the fishes yeah. soon, right? Yeah. Whereas if you start heading west in Albany, Oregon, you're going to be uh, also swimming with the fishes. So Portland, gonna, Maine or Portland, Oregon. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just knowing where you're at is a great start. Yeah, and being honest with your th- with yourself, you're you're going to be you're going to be a lot better off. Like if you're if you're recording everything to a T, that's being honest with your, with yourself. If you're like, "Ooh, I had I had a little break here and I didn't record it." Right. Then I mean, you're well, not going to go anywhere. You're, you have you're to gonna, be as accurate as possible. Yeah. Because there's you have to account for two errors. Two systems of error, your error and the packaging's error. They're allowed to be X percentage off. And it's a lot. Is it is it 10%? It could be like 5 to 10% probably. I think it's 5 to 10% yeah. they're allowed to be off on the package. So if you're 5% off Somewhere in the and they're 5% off, you're still within a 10% error, right? So you want to be as accurate as you possibly can. <clears throat> Second step is to evaluate your protein intake. If you are 200 pounds and you're consuming 100 grams of protein and you want to be lean, you should probably fix that. Now, there's a lot of you know debate out there. You know, Is it optimally healthy? Is it... Dude, being 20% body fat as a male is not optimally yeah, healthy. So, Get your fat no, ass yeah. leaner and then worry about what's optimally healthy for yeah. your intake, okay? So, yeah. I, I don't think... So anything over like 1.5, like 1.5 to 2 grams per, per pound of like body weight, then you're getting in like a, a danger zone where your kidneys might fail or something. Right. Like that's, that's where like if you do that consistently, that's an issue. But most people aren't even... Aren't even close. I was about to say the F word there. Oh. I've already cussed a few times on this podcast. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> we counted. We counted. It's all good. So, exactly. And, you know, many times, traditionally in bodybuilding, the only reason protein is so high is to satiate hunger during extreme cutting phases. So, if we're trying to get to an unhealthy, and this is legitimately unhealthy, bodybuilding is a sport, Right. Extreme mountain biking is not healthy if you crash. Football is not healthy, right? Bodybuilding at its at its as a sport is not is not healthy. You're trying to get to a body fat percentage that is basically starving while retaining all your muscle, right? So if you're down at zero carbs and all you're eating is, you know, fiber from uh, asparagus and broccoli, right? And you're trying to eat only 200 grams of protein with like 40 grams of fat, you're gonna be starving, especially if you're like anywhere over 200 pounds. Something that's not sustainable. Right, it's not sustain- It's not sustainable. But to satiate your hunger, maybe you eat 300 grams of protein so that you can stay really lean and you're not just like ravenously hungry all day, right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that when you're in your off season and you're trying to bulk up and you already have 400 grams of carbs that you need 300 grams of protein. You probably don't. You probably need like, you know, if you're 200, you maybe need, need like 165 to 220, right? Somewhere in there. So those extreme the protein carbs. intakes of, no, protein. Protein, guys. Those extreme intakes of protein are simply 
for satiating hunger during extreme cutting phases. Mm -hmm. So, but what you can do as, you know, if you're just 15 pounds overweight here, realizing, hey, gyms are back, quarantine's basically over, how do I lose those 15 pounds? Evaluate your protein intake and easy, you know, conservative um, amount of protein to eat is between 0.8 and 1 gram per pound of body weight. Um, so if you're 200 pounds, you know, 180 and 200 grams of protein, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that's going to be optimal. Josh out here it's, preaching. It's, it's going to keep, it's going to make preaching, you right? Thermogenic. Yep. It's going to keep you ready for, um, you, you're going to be, have protein synthesis optimally, uh, you know, an optimal amount of supply. And then you're going to be satiated. Most of my clients are like, dude, I can't eat that much protein. It's yeah. Too much. Yeah. So right. dude, that's. That's majority of my clients. I have a I have a client of mine that uh, I told him I was like, hey, like he showed me his because I have my clients track their their food and he showed me his list of food and I was like, you need to eat more protein. You're you're a two hundred and twenty pound man. You need to eat more protein because you're eating enough. My girlfriend eats more protein than you, right. literally. And it's just they're used to these yes. really satiating, sugary, easy to eat, highly palatable foods that are full of sugar and fat. Yeah. So their calories are through the roof, but their protein is in the toilet. So he thought, he's like, okay, my current diet, he, he actually eats fairly healthy. He eats fairly healthy. He, he doesn't eat that much junk. Um, but he's like, with my current diet, I wouldn't be able to fit that in. I would go over. And I was like... Then you got to cut something else. You got to make adjustments a around your whole diet. So they eat, because protein, I feel like, is the most important because it is literally protein is building blocks for your muscle. Absolutely. And you're not going to be able to move unless you eat protein. You're not going to be able to to have have like it's like of course your body hurts. You don't have enough mm -hmm. muscle mass to move this 200 pound frame around. Right. Like you're a big boy. Like you need you need that protein. So. Shit's, shit's wild, man. It's well, just wild. You're, you're having your, your clients track their protein because, like, that, that's a great way, great way to ensure that they're, like I said, Josh, satiated, but also they have the building blocks to actually build muscle to get results, you know, with you as a trainer. So they're not going catabolic. They're staying anabolic. Right. That's traditionally why bodybuilders eat so many meals because trying to eat three meals of, you know, what is that, 75 grams, a lot of grams of protein. Yeah. Yeah. Um, per course. meal, you know, to hit 200 by the end of the day, that's a lot of, that's a big meal. But if, you know, if you have, you know, several meals of 30 to 40 grams of protein, that's doable every two to four hours. There you go. You know, and then you've got, you know, an you awful can, amount of amino acids coming in. You can just supplement in shakes too. Shakes, oh, shakes, shakes are, are so beneficial, man. And they're so palatable they're, nowadays. They're so easy. They're so easy. You just... Carry around a baggie full of powder. It looks like you're a drug drug addict, but that's fine. <laughs> no, no, don't, nobody don't really buy cares. Muscle milk at the nearest gas station. Oh man, Be careful with that. Yeah, <laughs> find oh yourself a decent protein powder. And here's the thing: gold look standard. At, look at the carbohydrate Easy. intake. There you go. If it has 12 grams of carbohydrate per serving, dude, go buy a. a gallon of milk and drink milk. Like yeah. the only reason to be buying a protein shake supplement. Most of them are from milk, is they reduce the carbohydrate and the sugar intake yep. so that you can take protein yep. inefficiently mm -hmm. in a lean source, right? So find yourself a pro find yourself a decent tasting protein. Optimal nutrition, gold standard, easy. 
it's easy. There's there's isolate that that doesn't really have much weigh in it. So if you're if you're lactose intolerant, I mean you're you're they have they have options. There's a lot of brands and out yeah, there. A lot of isolates are are not they they don't have they don't have the um like lactose in them. So right, and even the ones that do a lot of times have lactase in, enzymes. Yes, added. yes. So they help you digest whatever whatever you're you're ingesting and and definitely just turn it over if you don't know what you're looking at. There's there's diagrams. There's things online that you can look up. There's there's right. a lot of information, and I feel like that's a lot. A lot of people stop at that. A lot of people want to make change changes in the world, changes in their body, but they don't do research. They don't they don't look up they don't look up the numbers. They don't know what they're they don't know even know right. what they're looking. They at. don't even know where they're at and they're trying to go to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. You gotta <laughs> research. You gotta where find out going what's going on. Right. So step number one: see what you're. See what your actual macronutrients are at. Just track how you normally eat. And then number two, evaluate your protein. Try to get between 0.8 and 1 gram per pound of body weight. Super simple. If you just – if all you do is that step, you're going to be so full most likely that you're not even going to want to eat the other crap. Yeah. Also, don't don't try to change just overnight. Don't make subtle changes because it's going to be more sustainable. Right. So – It's all about balance. Week one with my clients, depending on where they're at. You know, if at the end of week one, they're crushing it, and just to comply with getting to the gym is easy, we'll do the diet log right away. It might take some clients four weeks. It takes all of their mental everything that they can just to drag their some, themselves to the gym and get through a 30-minute workout, right? So me adding on top of that, pulling from their mental bag of fucks to give. <laughs> it's already empty by the time they get it. to the gym, and then I drag them through the workout. Right, but if I have Mr. A-type personality that just likes pizza, you know, he loves eating pizza and drinking beer, but he's a piece of badass and he's going to go for it. Okay, I'm going to be like, on the Monday after the, his, the you know, the first Friday of the train, I'm going to be like, hey, man, you know, diet plan, uh, diet log this week. And then he tracks it and he's like, this is what it was, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, here it is. Let's try and get some extra protein in this week. So then by week three, he's already at an optimal amount of protein. He's already lost weight. Because he's built muscle, so he's burning more calories, and then he's taking on all this protein, so he's got a little bit of a thermic effect, and he's not eating as much crap because he's so full of protein, right? Yeah. Now, what's the next step, right? That's not going to get you that. Just those steps most likely is not going to get you that shredded physique that you want, okay? Um, you have to account for energy balance. Yep. So, agreed. you could go keto, you could go high carb, low fat. Honestly, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. When you equate for calories after protein, depending it's it's genetic. Okay, some people are gonna be more efficient with high fat and do better off high fat with low carb keto ketogenic diet, and some people are gonna do better with high carb and you know low fat. And some people fasting fasting isn't beneficial for them. I know a lot of women fasting isn't beneficial for them. Oh, you, when you're talking about like, I mean, I, I don't. I would never really. Uh, uh, recommend fasting for weight loss. Like you know, fast, no, no, like like uh, like intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Mm. Okay, uh, yeah. Like some some women don't benefit from intermittent fasting. We think about it like evolutionarily. Yes, right? so, I love this. I love so, this talk right so here. So if you're a you know if you are in hunter gatherer society, I know traditionally who does the gathering? <laughs> the females Ooh. traditionally, right? Ooh. So they're or snacking primarily. all day. They're right, snacking so they all day. Small amounts of calories throughout the day. If you're a male. You're hyper-focused on a kill, okay? You need the kill, okay? 
And guess what happens when you get the kill? You get to drink the blood, you get to eat the heart, the liver, the best parts. You get those high-calorie, awesome foods right away, um, and you gorge yourself. But that's not usually until later on in the day, so it makes right. more that sense. It makes hours. more sense for men to do intermittent fasting because of our backgrounds as hunter-gatherers. It right. makes sense. It just it just aligns. Right, but I personally, I wouldn't recommend um, that for people unless they want to just do, like, you know, lifestyle optimization. Yeah. Or they're trying to, you know, make sure that they're healthier. You know, they want to increase cell turnover, you know, reduce chances of cancer, increase insulin sensitivity, health stuff, yeah. right? In terms of losing fat, I think fasting is the wrong approach because 99% of us are going to binge and purge on a fast. Um, and. Some people might it might do mostly good. mostly just binge. It, it, You're right. It, it, it'll, yeah. it'll bring in. Uh, okay. Most purging. people aren't purging. Okay, not the, yeah. not the purge, but you know what I mean. As in purge is in like the next day they're in there at the gym. Really, oh, we're trying yeah. to burn it all off. All yeah. this crap. Like that day well, that's student. why you still count your macros. You still count your macros when you're doing a fast. Like you sure you're you're binging but you're just you're eating over a, like a shorter amount of time and you're fitting all your calories into that short amount of time. Right, and that would be a more advanced yes, approach. Yes, a more advanced approach. You're you're not just like you're not intermittent fasting so that you can eat whatever the hell you want the rest of the day. You're in, intermittent fasting, but you're staying on your diet. That's, right. That's something right. that I I've tried to do. So, right. and I I feel like intermittent fasting is it's one super super convenient because yeah, most of the time yeah, most of the time I wake up and it's just like I'm out the door. I I drink my coffee, I'm out the door. Right. So right. I would not recommend that for our, you know, our most of our clients or our listeners that are just trying to lose some, you know, some body weight here and, and haven't really done a controlled uh, cutting phase before. That's kind of a more advanced technique that would be for more of our intermediate to advanced, um, you know, lifters and people that are into, you know, body composition um, manipulation. So, um so then going back to energy balance, right? We're talking about um, when, it, when accounted for calories, really it doesn't matter whether it's fat or whether it's carbohydrate. But what I will say is there is such a thing as an essential fatty acid. There's not such a thing as an essential carbohydrate. So you should always have some carbohydrates in there. The building block for testosterone is a cholesterol molecule, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to have some fats in your diet in order to have optimal testosterone. Eggs. Right. So, right. There's a perfect example. I would, egg, egg yolks are okay. Right. So they, if, they're okay. If you're going to cut calories. <laughs> what was that? The eighties? When, when was it? Do you remember when the, that was a fad, Dave? Cutting eggs. Yeah. Cutting eggs out. It was the nineties. Okay. Yeah. In the nineties, there's a thing kids. like, Oh, the, the yolk has so much fat in it. It's so bad for you. It has cholesterol and all the cholesterol you eat goes to your, the cholesterol in your blood. It's like, <laughs> And they've done research. They have done research since, and that is false. So <laughs> let's let's start eating eggs again, people, because they're actually yeah, re- I, they're I actually agree. really good for you. Exactly, Trevor, so. has anyone ever told you you have a squirrel syndrome? Sometimes a squirrel syndrome. Right. So we have like a conversation in a direction, and then there's an awesome like squirrel. Let's go. Hey, but we we talked about it. We we I mentioned it. We mentioned I it for a second. We're so guilty of that. I like it. 
I yeah. like it. I, I like getting off topic sometimes. Okay, but Car- carbs are I'm, trying, I'm trying to wrap hey, this up. Hey, this is this, this is what keeps the, the thing interesting, man. Going off on tangents and having conversations on the side. Come on. Okay. Come on. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to make this simple so we can move on to another topic. So, um, step one: count your calories. Okay, see where you're at. If you want to go to Chicago, you need to know whether you're in Albany, New York, or Albany, Oregon. Portland, Maine. You know. Or all those things, or, or Portland, Oregon. You know where you're at, right? That's step number one. Step number two, look at your protein, right? Try to get an optimal amount of protein in. If you're eating an optimal amount of protein, you're probably twofold eat a bunch of crap anyways, right? Number three, look at your energy balance, right? If you're, like we said, we, you, know, you have an optimal amount of, you know, there's, a, there's essential fatty acids. There's no such thing as simple essential carbohydrates. Although vegetables are a carbohydrate, right? You need to get your micronutrients in. Um, basically don't go, what would you guys say? Under 40 grams of fat is probably a bad idea. It's probably a bad idea. You yeah. need some fat in there for, you know, well, cognitive you know, egg yolks have, have cholesterol. So that there's some important part of, uh, you know, fat in your diet. Yeah. So, so when, when I cut too much fat out, like y- you can definitely feel like your, your cognitive, like your cognition Function is just, declines. yeah, it's just, hormones. it's just going way down and hormones. And oh my libido God. Dump. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah, you know, you guys can do your own research on this. We are not registered dietitians. We're not doctors. But in our experience, going below 40 grams of fat for a full-grown male, maybe 30 grams of fat for a female is probably a bad idea. Um, so then energy balance in terms of carbohydrate consumption, um, you know, but here's the thing. You could also go really low carb, mm-hmm. right? You could go below 30 grams of carbohydrate and get into – ketosis and then you want to bump the fats up a little bit yes, maybe definitely you know around 70 80 grams something like that or even more if you're going to do it classically ketogenic yeah. diet mm-hmm. right so keto um, diet those are the three main steps and then you can look at make sure you're simulating nitrogen retention right if you go and do this really low calorie diet and you're not killing it in the gym you're gonna lose all your muscle mm-hmm. you have to stimulate anabolic effect right your body's like oh we don't have a lot of calories why would we hold on this muscle if we're not using it send send the signal for protein synthesis right Mm -hmm. and then number three after you've accounted for diet get your diet on point two resistance training get it on point and number three then think about cardio that's the thing the first thing most people think is oh i need to go start running oh i need to go start you know wrong treadmill or you know orange theory dude Mm -hmm. if you're eating pizza drinking beer you know and pounding donuts <laughs> all the orange theory in the world is not going to make a difference you're just going to beat yourself up you're just going to be a fat person with a lot of endurance skinny fat yep right right yep. so your body composition hopefully will not change that gives you guys some easy steps for that quarantine 15 comeback um do you guys have anything to add no nah, you, you address the diet start a workout program um and then, and then training. add in cardio, cardio. Yeah, resistance training is very important. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Resistance I think that's before cardio. The only resistance, thing yes. I would say is hydration, man. If you want to stimulate your metabolism, you got to drink water and lots of it. Yeah. Back when I was cutting weight for wrestling, that's I would carry around a gallon jug of water. I'd fill it up once or twice a day. And so I, I would drink like maybe two to three gallons a day. And I, that's when I was cutting weight, like cutting weight for wrestling. 
Right. And I would I would drop the pounds. Right. And a lot of times when you think you're hungry, you're just thirsty. You're just thirsty. So yep. try to drink some good old H two double O. Right now I'm in a, in a nice cutting phase. Right now he's drinking that I'm static drinking water. That, uh, nice uh, mineral carbonated water. Static like water. Berry. <laughs> Sparkling. Man, it tastes so good right now. Hey, if you're not on a cut and you try this stuff, you're gonna be like, what does this taste like? A raspberry. Truck drove by like ten minutes ago. Water? <laughs> <laughs> did, you say, did you say raspberry? Raspberry. Go to the library. These, these strawberries taste like strawberries. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. So, um, you know, find those things that are you know. I'm chewing on sugar-free gum, right? I'm drinking some car- you know carbonated water. Is it mentally a crutch? Yes. Does it work? Yes. So yeah, another another your, thing with diet, another thing with diet. Chew your food, chew your food. If you like chew your food a bunch, chew chew chew, you're gonna get satiated faster because you're gonna take a lot longer to eat your food. So just chew chew chew, and then you're gonna find that you're gonna start eating a lot less. Right. It you're takes gonna, a while for your body to reduce ghrelin yes, levels. Yes. So a, a lot like if you notice like for instance like. People that do eating challenges, they eat like a ton of food in like five minutes. And dude, I bet I bet right after they feel like complete garbage because because their body just realized, oh shit, like twenty minutes later twenty minutes later it's like that was way too much food. This is disgusting. Like yeah, like if you go if you go and eat like way too much ice cream or something, you're you're gonna feel like shit right after because you eat a ton of it, and then your body your body doesn't recognize that like oh I'm full because it's enjoying this food. So chew your food, slow it down. You're gonna be satiated way faster. You're gonna eat a lot less food, and you're gonna be healthier. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I I think just that right there. Could be the difference between having a you know a healthy body composition and not have a healthy bo- body composition. If all you did was drink a lot of water throughout your life and chewed your food and ate it really slow, you might never have a body fat composition problem ever. And here's the thing: I like to eat really fast. Yeah, yeah. we all do. You know? well, we all do. I'll, I'll scarf down a whole pizza if you let me. You know, it's it's watch like, me, watch I, me. I eat like one of those you know those uh, two year old Rottweilers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but he eats twice as much if he's uh, watching TV. Uh, oh, yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wait, you've been watching Game of Thrones? Dude, I did. So Wait, I you watched, watched it all? I watched did Game of Thrones it? during quarantine from episode one through the season one through the last episode of season eight in like no shit. three weeks. Dude, no shit. You know what keeps you going? The titties. <laughs> the chance. The chance that there's going to be boobs in an episode. You're like, the first, please God. The first, <laughs> the first four seasons, I swear, it's every episode. Yep. It's fantastic. You're not wrong. And then they wean you off of it. You're like, what? You literally weaned me off the hey, tip right what now? I think happened, what I think happened with their, that. Their ratings went down. No. <laughs> I don't, like, no, I don't think. So, these, so a lot of the actors and actri- act- actresses that were in the in the show they started making good money like into season four into season like three four like when they stopped showing like a lot of sex scenes right yes and and they're like they're like oh i have money now i don't have to do this to make money anymore right so the producers it, couldn't ask them to do it anymore. yeah and they're no just power. like they're like in this scene you're gonna get naked and they're just like no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, let's start reca- recasting. If, if you watch the later scenes, a lot of times the sex scene is still there, but the actor refuses to show anything. Yeah. So it's like a normal 
a normal show. And honestly, the thing that got me about Game of Thrones and pulled me into the first season, it, I was I was just like, whoa, they just showed this. Like, somebody got hacked in half. Somebody's head got chopped off. You know, it was raw. It was real. And it was, like, actually it, – it, was, it wasn't nerfed, right? Normal TV is like – it's a difference between playing with, like, a nerf gun and, an, uh, you know, an airsoft gun that looks completely real. Mm. You know, and yeah. shoots 400 FPS. You better wear full-on – don't show any skin because that thing's going under this the bb's gonna pierce you you know that's that's how that's how much more real uh, yeah. game of thrones is versus a normal cinematic experience yeah and i was just like holy shit man this is cool you know this is different so i liked it also you know gyms were closed I couldn't go to the gym. I yeah, we're all guilty. We're all guilty of that. I watched Game of Thrones. It was great. Watch Game of Thrones. We we all gained a little weight. Well, maybe not Connor, but yeah. <laughs> I did. Now I'm uh, slowly losing it. Yeah. Same here, cutting. man. Two, two I'm slowly in. cutting as well. Two yeah. weeks in. Got, uh, got eight Elimina- I eliminated alcohol. Eliminated. Nice. Dude, yeah, same, man. No, no marijuana. No marijuana. Ooh. No devil's lettuce. I know that's hard for you. No. Uh, do you need to talk? I need started, to, do you need to talk about that? I started having quite a bit when I, with my hip surgery, man. Yeah. Did. yeah. So, uh, how are you feeling? How you feeling? I actually feel great. I don't know if I was, I would call it dependent on it, but I definitely smoked twice a week. Um, probably like Friday. Mm, I wouldn't say that's dependence. Friday and Saturday, or like a Tuesday, Friday type of thing, and I really enjoyed it. The main problem for me is on nights when I did smoke, I never felt full. So I would eat the entire kitchen. Yeah. So if I'm going to be on a cutting phase, no marijuana. I am thankful for how it helped me with all my hip pain. Um, I was able to not take any medications after my hip surgery, major hip reconstruction with just marijuana. Just uh, I would take CBD during the day and then some, um, some stuff with some THC in it at night, and I didn't have to – you know, be on any, you know, Vicodin or oxycodones or anything like that, and that was great. Which is awesome, yeah, right? Because those so things, those better. things will fuck up your liver. Right. You're just, you, they're they're not great. But enough's enough. It's time, you know, it's time to put that away for a while. Um, no alcohol. Um, very strict macro counting. Uh, I was two oh eight. This time two weeks ago, I weighed in today at one ninety six point seven. So. Progress really fast, probably mostly glycogen, right, um, and water weight. But you know, nice. I'm trying trying to keep it a little bit slower. I upped um, calories, mm-hmm. um, upping calories today by about a hundred grams of pro. Uh, not a hundred grams, a hundred calories of protein, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully slow that weight loss down a little bit, and hopefully be you know nitrogen sparing. So. I'll keep you guys updated how that goes. I booked a uh, shoot with one of the top fitness photographers in the country. Not like I'm going to be showing off, you know, a physique that is uh, worthy of uh, muscle magazine covers like that guy shoots. But, hey, man, throw some some things up on the gram. You know, rebrand the website. So, um, Blue Collar Fitness can always use some more. Some more marketing exposures. Oh, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Enough to get you guys, uh, you know, Connor, I, I think you should shoot with Wainwright yourself soon, man. Mm. Get get yourself nice and uh, juicy again. Nice and large. Do you think and so? In charge. I think, I think I you should as well. I think get it'd be good shape. for clients, too. Yeah, I think absolutely. it'd be really good. You start posting. Clients, you know, clients really care about that image. You were elite, man. You, you, 
you know, you had the structure every time. Every time we went to a show, uh, the judges would come up and he'd be like, "Hey, you know, you got." Po-, they would tell you that, and I would overhear them. You got potential to go pro. Like what? What? Like yeah, Matt Porter told me that. He, he said that, like, or he told somebody that told me that. Hey, this guy has potential to go pro. So right, if all, I your, the structure, all that- you're lacking is the size. Mm-hmm. The size can be put on. You have the structure, and the overall symmetry to be an IB, IFBB professional bodybuilder. You had multiple people that were, you know, prepping professionals, judges of, of the IFBB and the NPCC all told you that. So I think you should go for it, man. I think you should too. And I think I we, should all, we, should all, we should all just do it. Let's do it. I'm planning to compete either uh, next year or the year after. So I'm going to compete in a, in a regional bodybuilding show and win, and then win the next show and get my IFBB professional So you know what you need to do, card. right? You need to start training legs with my roommate, Stu. Stu can train some legs hard. Oh, He's got the hardcore Dorian style yeah, training. Yeah, you need to go start training legs with Stuart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 would be uh, optimal for you. I want to start training with him, too. <laughs> yes, after your ankle's better, buddy. No, fuck it. <laughs> no, just as long as I'm not doing running, I'm fine. Right. I mean, he trains out at uh, Willpower down the street here. Oh, really? So, um, yeah, uh, Moose forget his last name or his real name but everybody calls him big moose owns that gym it's about a two minute drive from the studio here so it's uh it's a great gym willpower go check it out uh last time i was there actually hanny rambod was given a seminar so it's pretty, oh, geez. pretty well known yeah. gym nationwide that's awesome yeah it's 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 a nice facility you know where we need to go though we need to, we need to take a, a little uh field trip to o'malley's yeah. Oh, I've heard a lot of I want. About I want to go to O'Malley's. Oh my God, that place That's, is heaven. Yeah. O'Malley's. Yeah. Dustin is trained there. Yeah, yeah. It's out in uh. Yeah, Trout, Troutdale. There's a Le, Le, Joe LaPrinzi's gym is here too. It's out by the. Uh, it's out by the airport. You guys in heard of Joe LaPrinzi? Yeah. Joe LaPrinzi. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, the dude was uh, a legend <clears> here, man. He he had the bodybuilding thing going back in the late '60s, early '70s here in Portland, just like they had it down in Gold's Gym. Uh, Venice Beach going on simultaneously. A lot of those guys came up here and trained. They went down there and trained. It's just not as famous. There was no pumping iron film here, right? There's that history here in Portland that nobody knows about. Um, there was no Arnold here. There was no Arnold, right? There was no Arnold. there was no uh, Hollywood Arnold Schwarzenegger here to uh, make sure that you uh, <laughs> getting on TV, getting that exposure. You know, sometimes you got to break the rules. Come on, Arnold wants to be in California, not in the Oregon California. Actually, I want the sun, the same. Uh, Arnold's book, Total Recall, and he actually drove up from Santa Monica, California, to get his his uh, how do you say in English? His uh, his Jeep, or no, his, his Bronco up in Portland. Like he drove all the way up here up here to get it. So, dude, I I do remember reading that book, man. Thanks for lending me that. That's yeah, that really funny. one of the most inspiring books. That I read, especially as a young person, I think I was 19, and Arnold was a millionaire before he ever swung a sword in Conan the Barbarian. Yep. He was a self-made millionaire. Well, I guess, okay, he admits he wasn't self-made. He, he stood on shoulders of giants, right? Mm-hmm. He, somebody helped him get here with just a gym bag. Somebody helped him, you know, paid for his apartment at first. But at the end of the day, he was laying bricks, sweating his butt off while taking night classes in college. Winning Mr. Olympia's, you know, and working a full-time job and became a millionaire at it before he was 25 and then goes and does Conan the Barbarian and becomes exactly, a, a multi-millionaire yeah. as a movie star. Dude, he says 
I love it. I love that movie. He's like so known for that movie. Like that's like his first movie. Right. But he says like ten words in the whole movie, which is so funny. He had Hercules when he was younger. Oh, wait. Oh, that was before. Nice. Can I get a hey now? Hey now. Hey oh. It actually was it was his debut film, but it wasn't counted as a film because it was so bad that it never made it to the box office. And then he came out with a. Stay Hungry in 1976. It was filmed in 75. He went down to, speaking of cutting, he went down to like 209. That's what I never understood. They yeah. made him weigh in every day before Conan to make sure he wasn't too heavy. I think Conan would have looked better as a, a monster. As a monster, Mr. Yeah. Olympia. Why'd they make yeah. him be like 212? If you're pushing He's a if you're pushing three. a yoke or pushing a wheel, right. you're gonna be Jack. You're gonna be a monster. Right, but who, you gotta realize who they were looking at. You know, Steve Reeves, guys mm-hmm. like that, some like little skinny guys, and he was he was too much. How does for that their make little... sense? How does that make sense? You, makes no sense. A barbarian. You know how much more awesomer, <laughs> more fantastic. Hey, Webster, more... we have a new word. <laughs> more awesomer. More awesomer. That sounds like a sir, like a like a, a knight. Sir, Sir Morosimer. Osimer Galacticus. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Okay, go right now. Favorite Arnold movie. Favorite Arnold. Uh, Kindergarten mm. Cop. Dude. Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten one. Cop's a great movie. Ask my Story family. My family used to watch that all the time. That movie was fantastic. It's not the Duma. It's not that Duma. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go with. Girls have a penis, boys. No, girls. <laughs> what, the, the little kid says something like that. Right. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. And, and he's ew. yeah. And Arnold's just like shaking his head. He's like, God, why am it's I doing not this? A this is the worst undercover job ever. <laughs> okay, Connor, what's your favorite? The uh, son of the uh, the the king of bodybuilding here himself. Crush your enemies. See them different before you. And here the limitation of the women. That's from Conan the, Barbar- the Barbarian. It's really good. 1982. So Conan the Barbarian one? is my favorite because, uh, I mean, three years before that, he was sword fighting, doing horse training, and like just the whole lead up to it when I read about it in the book was fantastic. And it was kind of a cheesy movie. It was right. a little bit outdated, but hey, you got in shape for it. It looks cool, and the sword fighting was real. Heck what yeah, about you, Josh? Man. I'm, uh, I'm kind of torn between two of them. Uh, I think my favorite action movie from Arnold is Commando, like the, the scene That's of him a really with those good one. two machine yeah. guns at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Like the ultimate... Holds, holds the, the rocket launcher on right. his shoulder. Right, it's great. He's like, Monster. I, he's like, I thought you were going to kill me last. I lied, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. Wow, I, it's like it was just from the movie, Josh. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. He, he, was like, he was like, I'm a Navy SEAL. I eat pieces. Of, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. I don't know. Right, right. Kicks him through a wall. And then the other movie I really like is Jingle All the Way. Put that cookie down. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, man. Like Arnold gets a reindeer drunk and then has a brawl with a drunk reindeer in his neighbor's house, which he then catches on fire and then smashes out through the front window, and all the kids see. Like, it's 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 ridiculous. Basically, the premise of that movie is a lot of people haven't seen it. It's one of his later movies. It's right before he starts, like, really downsizing. Um, he plays Turbo Man in it. But he's also a dad that's looking for a Turbo Man doll, which he forgot to buy before Christmas Day. I remember this movie. So he's driving yeah. around New York City 
dealing with like the mob and like all these crazy, you know, the, uh, um, you know, a mailman. I want to watch uh, all these movies. <laughs> a mailman with a bomb, you know, <laughs> and him are competing for this Turbo Man doll or uh, Santa so, Claus King. Oh, dude, I used to fight a bunch of Santa Claus. Then he fights uh, <laughs> Big Show is in that movie. Yeah. Big Show was can, Santa can Claus. Yeah. Is Big? Is that? Is yeah, that was Big actor. Show? Yeah. Uh, Arnold has to fight a big show dressed as a Santa Claus. Like, what the heck, man? Yeah, that is the most underrated Arnold movie ever. And at the end, he flies around as a real superhero, you know, (laughs) and uh, every bit probably one of the best physiques on a superhero I've ever seen. Like, name a bet. Okay, most underrated superhero physique, Turbo Man. Name a better actor to play a superhero than Arnold as Turbo Man. Yeah. Physique Name a better. Yeah, Christian Bale. Wise, Sorry, yeah. not you. <laughs> I mean, Christian Bale. He, he got lean. He got lean, but like he, there, there's nobody with that actual level of muscularity. Especially if you look at like the '90s and the 2000s comics. Those Batman and Superman. Hulk? Well, Hulk CGI. Right? No. Well, the, the original Hulk was Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Is, that's You're that. Right. I, I feel like that's Maybe right. Him. Right in there. I wouldn't say that. I, I feel like they're similar. Okay. They're definitely similar. I'll, I'll, right, give, I'll right. give you that. I will give you that. That's somebody to rival him. But, you Luke know, Rigno. if if we're talking Dude, like, I used to think you look like Lou all like the time. A, a superhero. It's impossible. Everybody says that. Yeah. Everybody Lou, says Lou that. Luke right here. That's true, too. Little yeah. Lou right here. In the flesh. Little Lou. You know, you should <laughs> grow that. Somebody told me that. I, I, look like, I look like Lou. Yeah, I'm going to grow my afro up. Dude, I'm, when you get huge again, grow that, that afro out, you know, and then just shake it in the breeze, you know, like a flowing, you know, majestic... Stallion's mane. Yeah, majestic beast that you yeah, are. So that I can yeah. hit bang on stage. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't listen to Dave. Dave. Dave wants me to keep my hair clean. So he, yeah, he, people, he, people told me that I'm, I'm like I look like a mix between. Um, first of all, I want to be unique. <laughs> I look like a mix between uh, Lou Fregno and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like, okay, thanks. But the build, I mean, that's. Well, here's the thing. You're a mix between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Fregno, but you have the world's smallest caps. Tiny caps. Tiny caps, Burton. Right. He does not have tiny caps. Yeah. Anymore. So actually, okay. <laughs> they're lying to uh, all of you. They're guys, lying. Um, today's my anniversary of my ten-year anniversary of when I first got dubbed Tiny Caps Burton. So my last name is Burton. Um, my friend Francisco told me he's like, Connor, you have some tiny caps. This was like sophomore, junior year in high school. I was like, huh? He's like, bro, you have some tiny caps, bro. And I have huge calves. <laughs> you do. It's ironic. You're the only person that has bigger calves than you. Your mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. Also, guys, if you if you want good genetics, uh, yeah, that's fucked up. P- pick your parents. I'm just being honest. Hey, Josh, you're uh, you're very observant. <laughs> On that note, I think we should wrap this up. So we stop. Go run. Yeah. So we, stop, so we don't bring up each other's moms anymore. Lose my, uh, you know my breathing Your airway. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed. Absolutely. Sign Blue it out. Fitness. Follow us uh, at uh, Blue Collar Fit Podcast on Instagram. Follow Trevor Powers at T Powers. Or sorry, T Chase Powers on Instagram. <laughs> my bad. I. I yeah, I'm not going to talk love about you, Trevor. that. Follow and Connor Burton at... Me, Connor Burton, at Mr. Connor Burton on Instagram. You can follow me at Sarge Josh on Instagram, and you can follow Dave Shep at... Dave.Shep. Dave.Shep.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Potential and everyone. Love y'all. Have a great day.